The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me for another episode of There Are No Nice Guys. And as I said at the beginning of this season, it is my mission to make your dating life better in 2022. And that continues with this episode. Last week, we discussed dating efficiently, and I talked about knowing what you want, dating with intention, paying attention to red flags, journaling and tracking your dating experiences, and not revisiting the past. If you didn't listen to that episode, please consider doing so. But today, I want to go over dating safely. These will be my tips for keeping you safe as you navigate the dating scene. Of course, as a woman, I'll be the first to say we single women have it hardest when it comes to remaining safe and secure as we date. While men worry about rejection, we women are concerned with kidnapping, rape, and murder. Now that may sound dramatic, but it's the damn truth. According to the National Crime Victimization Survey, And this information includes crimes that were not reported to the police. 230,960,000 to women in the U.S. were raped or sexually assaulted in 2006. That's more than 600 women every single day. And Status of Women in the States reports that there was a study which analyzed data from 2011 and found that in the United States... 19.3% of women are raped at some point in their lives, and 43.9% experience sexual violence other than rape. I'll link to both of these two resources in my blog post that accompanies this episode. So it's serious. Women are putting their safety at risk when they date. And I can't prove this part, but my theory is that every single woman who has ever been on a dating app has, at the very least, encountered misogynistic treatment and, of course, sexual harassment. And let me be clear. Unsolicited dick pics and messages that say send nudes all qualify as sexual harassment. Let's normalize using that term to describe that behavior. Yeah, we collectively laugh about it. I know, it's true. But that doesn't discount the fact that men who send photos of their stupid fucking dicks and beg for naked photographs are being sexually aggressive and just fucking rapey. Remember, I want to make your dating life better. It's true. And I certainly don't mean to scare you off. But I am going to be blunt and direct because I want you to be empowered and prepared. So keep listening because I've got tips for dating safely. 
And yeah, I even have a little bit of advice for the men too. Now, often I refer to and am worried about the safety of women, but honestly, my advice applies to all people who are dating, especially those of you who rely on dating apps to meet people. So, you know, even the fellas and all members of the LGBTQ plus community can benefit from my pearls of wisdom, all of which stem from my personal experience. So here's my first tip. Before you even meet your match in person, have their full name and phone number. I'm talking first and last name. If they won't give you their name, do not agree to meet them. Unmatch, block, move on. Never meet immediately after matching. Here's why. You need time to research this person. That's why I recommend getting a first and last name. Now's the time to Google them and check on Facebook and see if this person really is who they say they are. I'm leery of meeting with anyone who has no internet presence or social media, not even a LinkedIn. Now, okay, it's possible to be a good, honest person and have no internet presence. So if in your research, you come up with nothing on your match, I'm not saying that's a red flag, but it's definitely a pink one. So keep an eye on that. Be sure to Google their phone number too, because that can lead to some interesting information. Taking the time to do your research, even if it's just on Google, will help you figure out if your match is married or worse, has a criminal history. Trust your gut. If you find anything on the internet that makes you even a tad bit nervous, don't meet them in person. Again, unmatch, block, move on. Okay, so now let's say you do your research and everything checks out. And honestly, at least half the time that will be the case. Yeah, sadly, half the time only. Okay, but... Your match checks out, and now it's time for you to set up your first meetup or date. Well, listen up, because this next piece of advice could be the one that seals your fate. Tell the people who love you your match's information, where you're meeting, what time, and then text these people when you're home and safe. For me, that person is my mother who lives here in Las Vegas. When she still lived in Texas, though, I would pick a couple of different single friends who lived in Vegas and update them. And I always made sure that my date knew that there was someone who was informed and aware that we were together and that he was with me. And I would use that as a way to see if that made him feel uncomfortable. If it didn't, 
And especially if he expressed some sort of admiration for my savviness, I then knew he was a safe man who could be trusted. Last week in episode 32, I said you should journal and track your dating experiences. Well, that advice is appropriate here too. Track who were the men who seemed shifty when you asked for their last name or who just gave you the heebie-jeebies. You want to make sure that you never match with those people ever again. Okay, so now you're with your match and he checked out and the people who loved you are informed and he's aware of that. He's cool with it. So now what? Now you watch his body language. This is huge. On episode 26 of There Are No Nice Guys, I had a very fascinating interview with Dr. Jack Brown, a body language expert. Dr. Jack talked about the different gestures, facial expressions, and body language signs that are the giveaways that your date is being dishonest or has something to hide. Watch him as he talks to you. Is he hiding something? Is he being antsy? Is he being shady? Look, I've been on plenty of dates where I've made men nervous. I mean, that happens a lot. And those signs are obvious. But you can bet if I am ever on a date with someone who clearly seems villainous, I'm getting the fuck out of that situation. Which brings me to my next tip. You might want to consider meeting your match there, wherever your meetup spot is, instead of having them pick you up. Look, no one loves chivalry more than I. When I envision the guy who is the right guy for me, he definitely is the type of man who picks me up, brings me flowers, and opens doors for me. But until I feel comfortable and safe with him, chances are I don't want him to know my address. Keep your private information private until he's earned your trust. Lastly, ladies, I really want to encourage you. No, I'm lying. I want to pressure you to report dating profiles. As I said in episode 29, the cold hard truths of online dating, online dating apps are a business and their business is not to keep its users safe. We have to really be the ones to do that for ourselves. And beyond doing everything I just lifted off, listed off, we can collectively as a community keep us all safer by reporting dating profiles on every single dating app. Did you know you can report a profile because of sexual harassment? Like if you get a send nudes message, report his motherfucking ass. And if that incident happened on Tinder, but then you see his stupid face on Bumble, report him there too. Each app has their own reporting system. But from what I can tell, because, and I'm sure this comes as no surprise, I fucking report every piece of shit I encounter. You can report behavior that happened in person, offline, or on another dating app. So please take screenshots whenever you have a bad encounter. Again, if the incident happened on Tinder and now you're reporting him on Bumble, those Bumble people will ask for screenshots of that incident that happened on Tinder. You can even report profiles for rude behavior. 
on Hinge. I had a flurry of conservative white men who loved to send me the nastiest messages because my profile said, we'll get along if you voted Biden-Harris and are vaccinated. I would take screenshots of their nasty messages. And of course, I would out them on Twitter along with their name and photo because, you know, I don't give a fuck. And then I would report them to Hinge. I have had a handful of men banned from Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. And dozens and dozens more were all given warnings on all those same apps too. So think of reporting dating profiles as no different than picking up litter. Like if you're at a park and you see litter, what do you do? You, You pick it up and you throw it away because the fucking asshole who was there before you didn't do it. So by reporting profiles on all the dating apps, you're cleaning up the dating scene and making it better for everyone. Believe it or not, I give a shit about the men too. Guys, that whole spiel I just gave about reporting profiles applies to you too. Now I know, I know that professional escorts have infiltrated online dating apps. When you realize you've matched with one, report her fucking ass. Look, I'm pro sex workers. I'm even pro legalizing prostitution. But dating apps have their policies and they don't want their platforms to be used to sell or promote anything. That includes sex. So gentlemen, if you match with an escort, report her. In fact, if you match with a suspected catfish or someone who is just trying to get you to subscribe to her OnlyFans, report them too. Do your part to make dating better. And my last tip for the gentleman is this. For those of you who come to Vegas looking for a one-night stand hookup, If she looks too good to be true, she probably is. Look, fellas, Las Vegas women, generally speaking, do not leave their homes to go meet a complete stranger in his hotel room at 2 a.m. for casual sex. I mean, it might happen if you're Drake or if you look like Drake, but you probably don't. So yeah, chances are you're being set up. It is common, common for tourists in Las Vegas, men to be mugged or robbed in a hotel room because they thought that they were hooking up with someone on Tinder. So don't participate in your own setup. If you want fast, casual, hot sex, honestly, it's a lot safer for you to just go to the brothel. Well, that wraps it up. Basically, it comes down to mixing a cocktail of common sense and instinct. Have all the facts on the person before you meet. Share that information. Ask for your loved ones to keep tabs on you. Watch his body language and rely on your gut. And be a part of the online date dating app police force. If you encounter bad behavior, report, report, report. 
Join me next week when I interview an educated, successful single woman who is frustrated with how limited her options are for dating. And she expressed this on Twitter only for her tweet to go viral and to be faced with backlash. Are you a successful single woman facing the frustrations of finding a man on your level with your same kind and caring values? Then you're going to love my interview next week. See you then. Break, 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 break.